You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Get out there, play hard, enjoy those games. Welcome in to Go Big or Go Home. I am old man Troy, joined by the spectacular youngster Kevin Cunningham, a.k.a. Kid Cunny on Twitter. We are recording today on the Inner Peak Coffee virtual studio line. How are you doing today, my friend? Doing good. Doing good. Um, it, it was an early day for me because I got up at like 4. But Oh, poor you. Just, just an opening shift. It is a you know I have you time? know I have no empathy for you saying four o'clock getting up. No, I know. Do you always get up at four nowadays, Troy? I I am up at three AM, youngster. Well that's because you drink your coffee, you have a bath, you watch the news, you do a lot of things. I don't watch it. I don't watch the news. The T V doesn't even <laughs> turn on anymore. So here's what I do. I get up at three AM. I have to leave. I have to be to work at 5 a.m. And it uh-huh. takes me 55 minutes to get to work. I have to leave at 4. So I get up at 3. My coffee's okay. ready because I put it in the Mr. Coffee. Get the coffee in my cup. Sit on the couch. Do some DraftKings. Look and see what happened in the late games. See if I want any yeah. money. Put in my lineups for the games. Like right. today, the games, like NBA starts at 5.30. I don't have time during the day to get into, like, the big contest. And by the time I'd get done with work, I wouldn't have time to, to get into the, the, the contests that are, like, worth winning money. So I always yeah. will put, like, a phantom lineup in. Like, I'll just go in and pick enough to get a lineup and reserve my spot. Now, i got to remember to go in and edit. Otherwise, I'm screwed because I'll lose all my money. But I do that in the morning. Then, yeah, I jump in the shower. I usually don't eat breakfast. I usually don't. Some some days I'll have some breakfast. Normally I don't. And then I'm off. I got another cup of coffee. I'm on my way to work. So yeah. that, that's five days a week. Then on the weekends, oh my God, I sleep till four thirty in the morning. I'm usually wake. Right. I usually wake up at three o'clock though, and I'm like, no way, I'm not getting out of this bed. <laughs> no, I'm not. And then I'll then I'll actually fall back asleep. But then it's like four thirty, and I'm like, I'm. Just up, I'll get up. And I've been doing it for so many years that it's just second nature for me to be up at that time. So, yeah, there's a, there's a little bit about my morning ritual. There you go. Mm-hmm. And it involves inner peak coffee. So there there's another thing. Agreed. Inner peak coffee. Um, if you go to innerpeakcoffee.com, uh, by the way, thank you, inner peak coffee, uh, for, you know, sponsoring all of the shows that Troy and I do. We do a number of shows. It's not just Big Ten, but we do 
kind of national radio, so to say, um, uh, that airs in a few different markets around the country. So, again, just shout out Interpeak Coffee if you're listening to the show. Obviously, you're, of course, you're listening to the show. If you're listening to what we're saying, obviously, you're listening to the show. So, very stupid comment by me. But regardless, go to interpeakcoffee.com and check out coffee stuff, check out merchandise, use the promo code sports. If you do purchase anything, it's free shipping. If you use the promo code sports, you get 10% off your order. So a lot of good things that I have heard from immediate family members like my wife um, about Interpeak Coffee and the coffee that they sell and the way it tastes. So, Yeah, that's a, pretty trusted, that's a pretty trusted comment right there. You can, yeah, you it's can not kind like of trust that. I comment. heard from my yeah. It's not like I heard from my cousin's neighbor's friend. Um, it it. I mean, I literally watched the coffee like go into my wife and my wife's <laughs> father. Like I I saw it go down their throats. So <laughs> you know, uh, not good. much more more to more to say there. But no, yeah. we don't want to get much more graphic than that on on how, <laughs> how Mrs. Youngster's drinking her coffee. She might not like that. No, be in the doghouse for that one. <laughs> but yeah, uh, well. we have, I, I would say we have an interesting show today. We have an we interesting do. show. Before before we get into the show, though, we do have, we've partnered up with Baseball Rules in Black and White. This giveaway ends soon, ends in the middle of September. I'll turn it over to you, youngster. Give everybody the details that if they haven't registered yet, they can still get in for some free baseball gear. Yes. Um, as Troy said, this is free. Um, if you download Baseball Rules in Black and White, the app, again, that's Baseball Rules in Black and White. Download it via your app store. Leave a review. Uh, give Baseball Rules in Black and White your info on the site, baseballrulesinblackandwhite.com, and you have a chance to win four pretty cool prizes, which you can use, you can sell, you can give as presents. And what exactly are those prizes, Troy? Great prizes. Cleats, baseball glove, chest protector, and my favorite prize of all, the hitaway. Like you just put the ball there and you swing the bat for your swing. Right. So any yeah. of you that are like parents that have young kids, this is perfect for the backyard. This is also a youngster for those old guys like me that play in bar league softball. Like, you can go practice your swing, and you can go, like, impress your team the next week. Like, whoa, look at that swing. Where'd you get that? Well, I've been practicing on the hitaway. There you go. So, it's good prizes out there. Make sure you yeah. go do it, folks. It's free. And you get the app for all the rules for baseball. Can't beat that. So, youngster, we don't mix politics and the Go Big or Go Home show. We don't mix politics on the radio shows that we do. We'll bring up social issues that are happening across America because that's what we do as, I guess you would call us sports when, journalists that host a radio show, and they're necessary for sports. When they We hardly the ever talk yeah. about the president, ever. Right. But we are today. No. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Oh, and it, everybody knows what happened. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows what happened. And like you were saying, I mean, we don't mix random politics. We don't mix random opinions outside of sports in the show. Um, when it directly 
affects sports, then we'll talk about it. Like our national show that we did, um, and I forgot exactly what instance it was because there's been a number of them in this country, but when Drew Brees, um, initially when whatever this was happened, and again, I'm completely blanking and, you know, (laughs) my apologies on what the instance was at the time, but that happened and then we did i think we did one of our recordings and we didn't talk about it at all because it was just a like okay now lootings are starting to happening and fires are starting to happening and protests are happening and it's like this it's this huge thing going on in this country and you know it it should be talked about in general but we do a sports show and so it's like there was no mix there yet and then Drew Brees made a comment and then he got a bunch of flack for it and then we brought it up because it started mixing into the sports world. This topic here with President Trump and the White House and the Big Ten, like, yeah, that, that's, you know, that's something we have to talk about on the Big Ten show. <laughs> because it's, you know, it, it's directly... It is more than relevant for our show today, and it's so relevant that I put out a poll on LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, find me there, Troy Robert. If you're not on LinkedIn... I think I'm actually going to cross-pull this one youngster on Twitter and Facebook. Find us there. Our show handle is at Youngster Old Man. Personally, I'm at Troy Robert 967 The youngster, as I said earlier, at Kid Cunny. Facebook, you can find us. We have our own page for Facebook. Youngster Old Man, Kevin Cunningham on Facebook. Troy Robert on Facebook. Youngster, I didn't think that the voting would be different than how it was when I left work today, right down the middle, 50-50. And I said this, the people that like Trump are going to say, yes, he should have accepted that phone call from President Trump. And the ones that don't like Trump, no, he shouldn't accepted that call. I'm taking Donald Trump out of the equation. He's the president, so he's a very high-profile guy, right? My whole thought on this youngster is, I don't care if it was Donald Trump. I don't care if it was Kevin Cunningham. I don't care if it was the old man. You made your decision that you didn't want to play football. So guess what? You've basically, if you made the wrong decision, you've got to eat crow. You, You can't even, like, even if Donald Trump would come down with an executive order, like, you've got to start football, they've shut it down. I know they're working out. They can't just start up again. It's gonna. It would be at least a month if not longer, to get started up. And you're talking around Thanksgiving again. And that was the other thing that came out. So I, that's why I'm like, what, what is this call for? Sometimes I, I, I look at this and sometimes people, I don't know if they realize, oh, well, if they say they're going to play football, they can play this weekend. No, they cannot play this weekend. <laughs> no. They've basically got to go through camp again. So it's great if people want to believe that Trump has some influence on these guys and, oh, yeah, Donald Trump saved Big Ten football. Guess what? They've already talked about starting possibly. It's already come out that maybe we can do something late in the year, not necessarily spring. We've already talked about that. Right. And there's a reason for that because if they would start now, their first game would not be till what, the – at the very bare minimum, the last week of September, first weekend of October, right. maybe. So I don't know yeah. what all the hoopla is about this phone call. 
And that's why my poll question was very simple. Should, should he have accepted that phone call from Donald Trump and let the circus begin? Because you knew what was going to happen. As soon as Trump ended that phone call, can't keep his fingers <laughs> off the Twitter button. There he is tweeting again. And this right. is where I get upset. I don't care what your thoughts are on Donald Trump. For him to go out there and start tweeting things about this conversation and what he thinks before all the school presidents meet is ludicrous. You had a private conversation with the commissioner of the Big Ten to try and get football started. So you know what? I hope you don't shut down my show for saying this. Hey, Donald Trump, keep your mouth shut and keep your fingers off Twitter. Let people, the people presidents are, decide what's going on. That's what irritates me. Right. People have told them worse, so I think our show will be fine. Um, but that's that's the thing that – this is part of the issue that I have with guys like Baker Mayfield um, is – and if you listen to the other shows that Troy and I do on a fairly consistent basis, you know – my thoughts on Baker Mayfield, you know Troy's thoughts. I, I'm, I've been harsh on Baker Mayfield since he was in college. Um, but that's part of my issue is, like, if you're going to draft a guy number one overall and you're going to make him your franchise quarterback and you hope to have him be that for you for the next 15 years, then he better be able to act like a grown-up and appear at least appear to be a leader. If he has silent thoughts about – whatever, then so be it. But at least appear on the outside to be a leader, a guy that can be trustworthy, someone that your teammates can look up to and have confidence in and, you know, all the leadership qualities you can imagine. You have to have that if you're going to be making 30-plus million a year for basically the rest of your career and once your rookie deal is up. Like, you have to have that as a franchise quarterback. I think you also have to have that if you're a doctor. I think you have to have that if you're a lawyer. I think you have to have that if you're a pilot. I think you have to have that if you're the president of the United States. Like, I think you have to have that day, if you're a sports show host on, on The Grueling Truth and host a show called Go Big or Go Home, too. <laughs> but you have to have some amount of credibility, at least from a perception standpoint. Like you said, Troy, perception is reality. I could be worthy of no credibility on the inside, but as long as I seem as though I deserve credibility, that's all that matters. And so if you're the president of the United States and you keep tweeting about sports and kneeling for the anthem and what it means and why ratings are down and every single time a sports figure does something and throw out your opinions on it and act as though you're just tweeting nonchalantly, it's like that's not what a president should do, whether you completely side with Trump or you completely hate Trump. Like, you just never really, and I know today is a different age, but, I mean, a few years ago, Barack Obama could have done the same thing. And the president before Barack Obama could have done the same thing on Twitter. And the president before that probably could have done the same thing and gotten his message out if he really wanted to. But So social media is not this crazy new thing that it's like Donald Trump's the first president who has the ability to just tweet on a whim. Like you don't see people do that, let alone the president of the United States. Like you just need to seem 
like you have it together, whether you do or you don't, whether you like Trump or you don't, like you, you just you don't expect the, your president <laughs> to be tweeting nonchalantly and condemning people for doing things just on Twitter just because he feels like it. It just doesn't sit right. Again, whether you love him politically or you hate him politically, it's just it, it's not a good look regardless. Um, so I'm with you there, Troy. Uh, the phone call, I mean, this is why people got a little optimistic about it was because kind of the bigger thing, not the hugest, the hugest, not the biggest thing, but a bigger thing for the Big Ten is like testing and the White House. I know they bought, I don't know how many millions of tests recently um, from somewhere, uh, someone somewhere who's creating these tests um, for COVID. And basically, Trump was like, hey, well, you know, we've got all these tests. If you need more tests, just let us know. And that can solve that issue for you. If that's the I'm going to interrupt you right there, youngster. Hold your thought. Yeah. Because so the Big Ten makes a demand. Like, hey, yeah. And then Trump is like, yeah, we'll do that. Shouldn't that have happened earlier? Maybe that is something that should have happened. And here's the thing. Uh, again, oh, yeah. we don't usually mix politics and football. All of a sudden, you got all these extra tests you can just give to the Big Ten. What, what about all the communities that need them? Uh, what's right. happening there? Now, again, well, there, I want people to understand, when the youngster and I are talking today, we, we are, I would say, we are neutral on how we're going to talk about Donald Trump. We're not on the side where we dislike Donald Trump. We're not on the side where we like Donald Trump. We are talking on this show today, neutrally, yeah. right down the middle, giving facts on how we feel about certain things. It's not right. about liking or disliking Donald Trump. I just want Correct. the listeners to know that. We are not yeah. giving – we are for Trump, against Trump. We are talking Personally. about facts from a phone call and a situation. And I want yeah. to know, youngster, I want your thoughts on this. And then i got to bow out quickly for about five minutes, and then I'll return to the show. But you talk about, oh, yeah. We got all these tests. We'll just give them to you. Now, why now? Because I'll tell you what, Big Ten football in relevance to the rest of the world that needs tests means nothing to me. <laughs> right. I love football. I love Big Ten football. I love Wisconsin Badger football. You love Ohio State football. We want football this Saturday. We're not going to get it. Yeah. But if these tests are just sitting around, why are they not being distributed to people that need them? To be honest, youngster, as much as I love Big Ten football, Big Ten football does not need those tests. There are people in hospital that need those tests. Right. And I love football. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. i got to calm down. This walk will do me good. I'll be back in a couple minutes. Sounds good. Uh, just interrupt me whenever you get back. Troy. But, so from what Troy was saying, too, before I get into anything there, um, it, he was talking about, like, us being, you know – talking pro-Trump, uh, anti-Trump, as far as politics are concerned. We, we never dive into that on this show. Again, we're a sports show. Um, when politics do mix in with sports, then we talk about what's going on factually. Um, and we may give our opinion, like I just did, about the President of the United States tweeting about sports and saying how this is terrible, this is great, yada, yada, yada. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem right. Um, but that's not anything against Trump and what he does politically, that's not 
saying that I completely <laughs> endorse what Trump does politically. It, I, I don't, I don't give my opinion of that on this show. And honestly, for me personally, I don't really talk politics to anyone necessarily. Um, I, you know, I have a wife and occasionally something will get brought up, but it's just not, I, I don't really <laughs> talk about it in general. And that's not because I'm heavily leaning one way, heavily leaning another way. It, it just, it, it's just, it, it is what it is to me. Um, but so I, by the way, I have no idea what Troy thinks of Trump as a leader from a political standpoint, a right, left. I have no idea. We've never talked about that. Literally, we've, we've been doing this show, Troy and I have, for close to five years now, every single week, and some weeks more than one show just regarding the Big Ten. And certainly we've been doing more than one show for nearly five years because we have other shows that we do that play in different markets that are not solely Big Ten based. Again, follow us on Twitter at Youngster Old Man for all those shows. But I I have no idea <laughs> what way Troy leans politically. I, I honestly don't care. I get along with him to do this show and we're friends outside of this show, even though we've literally never met in person and we currently live thousands of miles apart from each other. I think we've always lived <laughs> thousands of miles apart from each other, but it just doesn't necessarily matter to me because we get along. We do this show. We do this show. Well, we see the numbers that we get. Um, so it's, you know, it works. I, I honestly have never asked him. He's never asked me, you know, what I think of this presidential candidate or what this president is thinking about this topic. Like, we never talk about that ever, literally. Um, so we try to come at this as not pro-Trump, anti-Trump as far as, you know, what he does or what any president does in the future, um, whether it's Trump or not, because um, that could very well change. It might not change <laughs> in a few months. But regardless, so what Troy was, was talking about, um, now that I got that out, was basically like, okay, now that the Big Ten is – truly not going to have a season seemingly now and these other conferences are and it's right on the doorstep like why now are you having this conversation why now are you willing to offer the big 10 potentially all these thousands hundreds of thousands potentially tests that could be given to people like troy said in need of these tests why the big 10 why now and if you go to Twitter and you, you know, type in uh, Trump, Big Ten, President, Kevin Warren, uh, Kevin Warren call, White House, tr uh, whatever, and you'll see what people are thinking about it. And it's that, oh, well, the Big Ten is comprised of swing states as far as voting is concerned. And so that's why the White House is willing to try and step in, willing to show that you're a good guy and help save the college football season. And that may be it. And the PAC 12, just like the big 10 is not <laughs> supposedly not playing. Maybe they do later this fall. Maybe they don't, but they are the only other power five conference that is definitely not playing sooner than later. Hey, so youngster, why, why didn't Trump it? call, why didn't Trump call the PAC 12 commissioner? That's what I just asked. I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if you, how long well, you've been listening, but I, well, I, I heard everything. I told you I just had to bow out again. So listeners know, I I do record the show on the way home from work. 
And sometimes my work responsibilities, being a manager, I have to go above and beyond duties that call during the day. So I had to, to make a, a stop on the way, which happens actually more than you would think, youngster. But I brought the phone with me. The people were looking at me crazy, like, who's this guy talking in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, but so, uh, yeah, I to what Troy just brought up, like people are thinking that, hey, there's a bunch of swing states. Uh, the election's coming up. Maybe Trump wants to look good. For these swing states, bring back football. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you, White House. Let's keep this man in office. And with swing states being in the Big Ten and swing states not necessarily being much part of the Pac-12, then maybe that's why he's not calling the Pac-12 commissioner and offering all these deaths. That's that's out there. I'm not saying that's true. That's false. Well, I but, referenced an article in on my LinkedIn post from the USA Today. It was an opinion poll about exactly what you're talking about. Is that there is there is some political bias in this because it's a win win for Trump. If football comes back, he can act like he's the savior. If he's not, if football doesn't come back, he can just pass the buck. Like, well, I tried. Right. So, and again, that's why I want to throw this out there to people before I left for a short time. Is I don't care where you are on the views of Donald Trump, whether you like him or dislike him. My whole thing about this, it seems like. This was a personal agenda because Big Ten football cannot start up and get roaring to go next week. And they've already had talks, youngster. We discussed this. And the thing is, my, my whole reasoning for this is let's get to the very, very, very bottom of this. Some people will say, well, it was a conspiracy. They don't like Trump. That's why they shut. To be honest, come on. A college president, if they're going to be that petty because they don't like the president and they're going to shut down millions of dollars from their athletic department, they they should all be fired. (laughs) Right. They should all be fired because, again, being a Badger fan, I looked up ticket revenue. The Badgers are going to lose $30 million in ticket revenue. I brought it up on the show. I even mentioned maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist. I think the reason they shut down football is because they didn't want to play in front of no fans. They didn't want to play in front of 10,000 fans. They wanted to wait it out and see if they could pack a stadium in the spring and make that $25 million instead of making $5 million. That way you right. can cut expenses. You don't have to pay all your expenses. Because if you play a season, you have all the exact expenses. Maybe you cut down on a little bit of travel because they changed the schedule. But you still got cost of Everything game time, game time, blah, 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 blah. And guess what you don't get at the end of Saturday? You don't get ticket revenue. Right. And so that's why I'm saying I, I just look at this and it's like really – I really – and I'll say this personally uh, from this standpoint. I wish that Kevin Warren would have told Mr. Trump, thank you for being concerned about our conference. We've made a decision. We are taking the safety protocols, and we will return to football when we feel it's safe. That's, That's my thing. what I wish he would have done. That's my thing, Troy, is that at the end of the day, this is up to the Big Ten presidents. It's not up to the president of the United States, no matter who it is. And the exactly. reason you stopped, supposedly the reason you canceled these fall sports was because of the safety. 
and you just weren't sure, you heard from some doctors, some doctors were saying other things, some doctors were saying that, hey, this could actually be truly harmful to your health if you were to play football this fall with all this going on and you someone does contract the disease and we don't really know the long-term effects that could be had. And it's like, okay, if you're taking that safety standpoint, so be it. Okay, that's fine. Well, we've talked about that on this show with, you know, over the last couple months too. Like, if that's your call, so be it. Um, you may yeah, have been. We even said, youngster, we don't like it. We don't like it. We want football. Right, but if that's course. how they're going to go, if it is truly about player safety, then fine. We'll right. accept the fact that there's no Big Ten football. But again, we we see all this stuff going on, and it's like, really. This is, this is where I get irked, and I'm going to start getting worked up, really worked up, because Donald Trump calls the commissioner of the Big Ten, there had better not be a, a reconvenience of that board to get this overturned. I was reading the article. They would need five more schools to overturn their vote. Yeah. It was 11 to 3. They needed right. 60% to overturn it. Right. That would irk me because what happened in two weeks? Yeah, exactly. Did it all of a sudden become safer? Right. The, de- the data again, came out. The- and- oh, go ahead. I'm, I, got, I got more. I'm not done, youngsters. You know I'm not I done. Know. Sorry. The, the data came out within the last two weeks, and actually if you contract COVID and you get over it, you're perfectly fine long term. We now know that you have zero problems down the line playing a sport. This has no harm to your body. We just found that out within the last two weeks. Why? Because, oh, President Trump called and we have new, you know, uh, thousands of tests coming in. So we'll, we'll be fine. We can start, you know, football in the fall. No problem. That's a huge issue. I'm being sarcastic when I was saying all that. <laughs> I, I know it, sometimes it's hard to tell, but I was being sarcastic there. Like, know that, that that's a huge issue. There's, there hasn't been no revelation saying that, actually, COVID, perfectly fine. If you come down with it and long-term health effects, we now know there there's actually none. Boom. Just start playing. No issue whatsoever. That you, hasn't see, come you, out. You really get me going, youngster. Every time you talk and you interrupt me, it actually lets me calm down <laughs> and then get more worked up. So that's why I like doing the show with you. Because, You're welcome. Okay. Here we go. So President Trump's going to offer all these tests to the Big Ten, right? Who the heck cares about tests? Like you said, what are the effects of this disease? Right. Like, okay, I'm going to get it, but what's going to happen to my body in five years? What if I get it? Am I going to have lung problems? Am I going to have respiratory problems? What's going to happen to me? Right. Some people don't care. Some people literally don't care. But there's... To me, the whole, oh, we'll give you as many tests as you want. Fine. You can test all the people in the world that you want, but it wasn't about the tests. The Big Ten specifically said it's about player safety, and testing is part of player safety. But you can't tell me that you dropped football because you didn't have enough tests. Well, you don't have enough tests, so we're not playing football. That was never known to be an issue. And if it was the, the issue main was issue, player safety. Exactly. That's what they say. And if that's the case, so be it. So I Perfectly guess we fine. can say this, youngster, on the show. You and I kind of think this whole player safety thing is a bunch of hogwash. We really do. Uh, 
everything that I see, uh, everything that I see and I read, that's why they say they shut it down. And you know, I still don't believe that. I don't believe that. If it's about player safety, it should be about student body safety also. And there shouldn't be any students on campus. That's the way and that's the stand that I take. You're going to cancel yeah. football, fine, but then cancel school. Right. Because if football is about player safety, but you can have, and we had this discussion, and I don't want to have right. it again on this show. <laughs> right. You're going to stick 60 people, okay, not full capacity, 25%. You're still going to put 30 people in a lecture hall? That's hypocritical to me. So I don't buy into player safety. Now, I'm going to, I'm, it's the decision they made? Fine. I'm still upset about it. And you know, and I told you I would be, youngster, if classes resumed and people were on campus, I would have a problem with the Big Ten canceling football. I now have a problem with the Big Ten canceling football because we're seeing testing coming back from Iowa. We're seeing testing coming back from Northwestern. We're seeing testing coming back from Michigan State. I I don't remember if it was Northwestern or Iowa. One school had like 90-some positive tests. 11 were in football. That means there's 80 students walking around your campus that have COVID. Send them you should have never had them come that's it right i'm all worked up youngster what do you think about that add something to that um basically what troy and i are trying to say here is that we do at least me i I should say me that if it's about player safety and it truly is about player safety then don't be hypocrites and say oh look the white house is giving us a hundred thousand tests for the fall Okay, everything's safe, good to go, boom, here we are, ready to go. No, you're being a complete hypocrite, and you lied to us as to why you postponed fall sports, because it wasn't about player safety. Supposedly, you just needed a nudge from the White House, and you're seeing all these other leagues start up, and everything's going at least okay so far. So, hey, look, we can you know fill the stadium somewhat. You're seeing some teams do this and it's working, and nothing crazy is happening yet to these athletes. So, okay, and we're getting back from the White House? Excellent. Let's do it. It's like, no, you're contradicting yourself. That makes you, To me, that makes the Big Ten look even stupider, in my opinion. If, if this is really I what agree with you. Brings, if this is really what pushes the Big Ten over the edge to say, okay, now we can do it, because now we Actually, have now the White I'll House. Actually, now I'll be upset. If football comes back, now I'll even be more upset. Right. <laughs> that's, that's almost how I feel right now. It, it kind of is how I feel, if that's why they resume. To me, it's, it's one thing if you're a month into the season and you're seeing the SEC do things well, you're seeing the ACC do things well, you're seeing the Big 12 do well, and you're not seeing much of it. You're seeing, like, baseball outbreaks where, like, one team every few weeks, a couple cases go down, you have to suspend, you know, for a week or two. But otherwise, everything's perfectly fine and everything's going swimmingly. I still don't really fully back it because, again, supposedly you really don't know what the long-term effects are, so it kind of contradicts what you were saying before. But at least you have evidence that, okay, football can be played and life can move on. At least you can perceive it that way. A month from now, and, if these power And, youngster, all I would want from the Big Ten at that point is, like, okay, maybe we made the wrong decision. Right. We jumped the gun a little bit. We were too early. Maybe we should have waited. We screwed right. up. 
We've talked about this, um, and you know what? We we talk about sometimes life lessons on this show. I know you like when I say stories. I'm not going to give you a story, but youngster, think think about the respect that at least I give people when they admit they're wrong and just say, you know what, I screwed up. Right. To me, you have just earned my ultimate respect because you're not passing the box, you're not making excuses. You flat out said I screwed up. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with admitting when you're wrong, and we do it on this show more than we should because we're <laughs> wrong a lot of times. <laughs> but my point to that is that's all I would want from the Big Ten. I just want you to stick to your guns and your reasoning that you shut it down because of player safety, which, again, I'm, I'm still irked because there's, there's students walking around Iowa, Penn State, Wisconsin, Nebraska. North, they're walking around. I mean, to me, that doesn't make sense. But all right. you've got to do during all of this, if, if the SEC thrives, the ACC thrives, fine. Guess what? You made your decision. All you got to do then is say, look, we did this because of player safety. Maybe we made the decision. Like you said, youngster, we jumped the gun. We made it too early. We should have waited. Should have kind of played it out. We didn't move forward. That's all I would want. I don't want this wavering crap. This makes me more mad. Right. I don't even think that's good grammar. More mad? Matter? I don't (laughs) know. The maddest. I don't care. I don't care today. <laughs> I really don't care about my grammar today. No, yeah. I, I'm really – I was worked up when I started – when I heard about the phone call to the Big Ten because I knew it was just going to be a circus. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if if you're listening to this show, and I, I guess I want to say this, first of all. Well, actually, I – well, <laughs> I, I'm waiting on my computer here. Um, actually, I shouldn't have done what I just did because <laughs> – I was going to put, honestly, Troy and listeners, I, I was going to put in a plug for Interpeak Coffee. Um, and, oh, here we go. Uh, it just popped up for me. But my computer's been lagging um, the last few minutes. But I have a quote from Kirk Herbstreet, too, that I want to get to after I can read this as long as I can. Our small batch, hand-roasted, hand I can't even talk. Our small batch, hand-roasted gourmet coffee always ships for free from us to you. Enjoy premium gourmet coffee without ever leaving the comfort of your home. Visit innerpeakcoffee.com and place your order today. And for those, if you actually do place an order, use the promo code SPORTS for 10% off. If that code changes, we'll let you know. Um, but so let me get back to this quote from Kirk Herbstreit here. What I was saying uh, before that was if you don't really know exactly what to make of the reports going out, like the Big Ten might want to play on Thanksgiving, what actually happened with this Trump Big Ten Kevin Warren call did actually anything get resolved did actually anything really get talked about so that it is expediting the Big Ten to play in the fall because I've heard both sides that it's like oh it was productive Trump said on Twitter had a productive call and yet on the one yard line (laughs) right on the one yard line Um, so it's like okay then there really might be fall sport fall football coming for the Big Ten and yet reports are like, well, actually, nothing really productive did come from that call. It's like, okay. Yeah, well, because a lot of teams lead. are first and goal at the one-yard line, and the defense has a goal-line stand. The Seattle Seahawks had a goal to go, and then they threw a pick and lost the Super Bowl. Um, Kirk Herbstreit had a quote, uh, by the way, about all this. 
he was, I believe he was talking about the players um, to start this quote. He said, they want answers and the chance to play. That, that, that's basically, that's to cut away from the quote for a second. I think it seems like most of these players want to play. Um, you're seeing I, every single day, I think USC's quarterback, uh, Georgia's quarterback just bowed out. You're seeing players still bow out. Um, and they're not necessarily all pro clearly. I shouldn't say all pro. That's just incorrect. But all-American, um, surefire NFL draft picks, like some players even in the Big 12, in the SEC, in the ACC, are saying, no, I don't want to play. I don't feel safe. Um, and that's their decision. But we're seeing that every day. But So I think the majority of players, I think it's safe to say the majority want to play if they're allowed to play. Um, you're seeing a lot of Big Ten players speak up about that as of the last you know month. But Kirk Herbstreit continuing with this quote, I don't know what the hell is going on. Literally, he said that. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't think anybody does. We've heard this rumor that they might play at Thanksgiving. I don't get it. Why not play right now if you're going to play at Thanksgiving? And it's just, at the end of the day, like nobody really knows how close we are to fall sports. Nobody knows really what the Big Ten's waiting for. Is it really about safety? Because if so, then what does President Trump offering a bunch of tests have to do with anything? Like, we, nobody really knows <laughs> what's what's going on. And Kirk Kerbstreet said, I don't know what the hell is going on. And, and me either. I, I don't know what the huge hang-up is, and that's why a lot of people are honestly, I'll just say this because this is our Big Ten show, a lot of people are pissed off at Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, because there's just not a lot of information being given out. Like, then he, he, is, was he is staying kind of mute. So I, I, he, I can't just be all negative, right, youngster? So I'll say this. With more tests, you can test more often. Yeah. So we talked about the results of the test, but I've heard now that these test results are pretty rapid, rapid test results. You're going to know sooner than later. I mean, more tests will let you test these players more often so that you can tell if somebody has any, get them into quarantine so they can't spread it. That's fine. But that's not the reason that that was there when they already had their, their fall practices getting ready to rock and roll. Right. And then with the testing, when they found out, okay, well, look what happened to Rutgers, and look what happened to Michigan State. If, if you have more tests, that's great. You can test more often. But you still haven't solved the issue of player safety. You right. can quarantine them quicker. I mean, it still doesn't stop a kid going to, to a party that night and going to a bar and getting it yeah. there. So I, I think we are in a land of unknown. I'm at the point, youngster, now that this whole debacle came out with President Trump. Just shut it down until – I don't want it to. I love football. Just shut it down until 2021. I don't want spring football anymore. Just shut it down all I, the way. I would, I would feel a lot more at ease if that were the case. But like you said, I want football for the Big Ten immediately because it's entertaining to me. Um so it is what it is there. But if they just said, like, enough, we're done, we're still about player safety, nothing has really come out over the last few weeks to change our thought on that. Nothing concrete has come out about that. So we are trying to be smart. We're trying to be ahead of the curve here. We're trying to just eliminate as much danger as there could possibly be to our student athletes. On to 2021. 
We are suspending everything. There's a perfect. Okay. There's a perfect. There is a perfect motto for the Big Ten. You and I have marketing degrees from the great University of Wisconsin Whitewater. We both have marketing degrees, right, youngster? It's all about mottos. It's all about marketing your brand, right? Yeah. Yeah. How about on to 2021? There you go. What a motto. Stick to your guns. Be that conference that said, you know what? Our student athletes come before the profitability of the school. Yeah. Because you and I both know, and I've said this, and the, the listeners are probably sick of me saying it, I wrote an article, if you want to read it, it's on LinkedIn. Youngster read it. I don't write many articles, not like the youngster here is $10 million a day. He, that's his job. He's a writer. I don't write that many articles, youngster, but when I do, they're articles. And this was about, the, about money, about why I think the Big Ten didn't play in the fall. It was about money. I truly believe that. And if, if, if the Big Ten, and I just talked about saying we screwed up, that's fine. Come out and say that and say, you know what, we did, but at the end of the day, we're sticking to our guns and our players are going to be safe. So on to 2021. I would be totally fine with that. At least then we know. Then we know we're done until next year. And we do care about our players. We're not in it for the bottom dollar. We're not in it for the cash. And you know what? I don't want to hear this BS. Well, we're going to let the fans down. Guess what? You're a business. And you do have employees, and I'm going to call. I'm going to call the student athlete an employee. You have an employee, and you need to look out for their safety. So yeah, I do think there is some safety involved in it. Now, do I want him on the field this Saturday to play football? Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> I want to see Bucky Badger out there on the sideline doing push-ups when they score. I do. Right. But that's not going to happen. So. At this point, youngster, I'm more frustrated than anything. And I am a little upset that Warren accepted that call from Donald Trump. That's where I'm going to be at right now. I can can understand accepting it, but as soon as he starts talking about, hey, I can give you all the tests you need if that's what you need, like, no, our issue is player safety long term. We don't know the possible effects. We, We don't know. We don't think it's safe. That's our stance. Boom. Done. Well, and you bring story. up, we don't know if it's safe, youngster. You just mentioned a lot of players are opting out. And one of the things, I know everybody says, oh, these players want to play. The players want to play. If they don't want to play, they don't have to play. That's great. We're seeing a lot of players do that because I really believe this. I have not been around anybody that's had COVID. I mean, at work, I, I will say, and of course I can't reveal a lot of information because it is medical information. But when there is a COVID scare, they have to quarantine. That's the way, it, the way it works. I have not personally been around anybody that's had it. I don't know the effects of COVID. I read the stories. I see the stories. We know that the older generation, the grandparents, the great-grandparents, they're at higher risk. I'm probably at a higher risk being near 50. And so some of these athletes that are – we always see these players that get drafted, Kevin, and their parents, and who's with them. Usually grandma and grandpa. And some of these people are real big family people, and they're using their head going, I'm going to campus. There's a lot of young people that don't care about the disease. 
There's a lot of people that are asymptomatic. I could catch it, travel back home, and give this to one of my elder grandparents. I really believe there's a lot of thought that goes into that. Because you and I have discussed this on the show once again. The youngster and old man giving you life lessons. The youngster and I are not worried about catching COVID. We don't want it. We definitely don't want to catch it. (laughs) Right. But we're more concerned about passing it on to others. Yeah. I mean, youngster, you work in a grocery store. You take precautions when you're there. You wear your mask. You do your thing. You don't want to pass it on to any of your customers. Same with me. I don't want to pass it on to any of my employees, any any customers that I run into, or my wife who has some medical conditions. That would be the worst thing in my life. If I came home one day and my right. wife was positive for COVID, guess right. what? She has been very careful with her conditions. It would come from me. That would make me feel like the biggest piece of poo in the world. Right. That's why my, I'm my safe wife. when I go outside. Yeah, my wife's been working from home since, I mean, March. And it's like, she doesn't, she just straight up, like, basically doesn't leave. <laughs> She's going nuts. But Nor she does basically my doesn't wife. Leave. And so it's like, if she were to come <laughs> get positive, uh, get COVID, like, gee, I wonder how that happened. Uh, me? <laughs> I would feel like a complete, you know what? Let alone yeah. if something actually happened to her. So it's like, a, that that's the worst possible thing that could happen. So, anyway, just wanted to piggyback off. So, that's why I'll, that's why I'll say when, when I see these players opting out and saying I don't want to play, I, I'm okay with it. It's like, I'm fine. You don't want to play. I understand why. Because I have that, and I can't speak for them as to why, but I'm going to just go down logical reasoning that I do that they don't want to pass it on to somebody they know. That's why I follow all the safety precautions and the COVID-19 guidelines. It's just common sense. And I think some of these players realize when they go on campus or they go to the football stadium that there are going to be positive tests and people are going to be positive. They just don't want to take that risk. And I have no problem with that for them not playing. So I hope none of our listeners are chastising certain players that have the opportunity to play and they opt out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want them to, you shouldn't. (laughs) This is a real thing. Even though I've not been directly involved with it, I've heard enough. I've read enough. I've seen enough. And I hear a lot of people, even where I work, youngster people, it's not going to happen to me. I'm not going to catch it. Okay. That's fine. Fine. (laughs) Think that I don't want to catch it from you and give it to my wife. So wear your damn mask. Right. That's how I feel. Again, it's not about me. It's really not. And I've had this conversation. I have the same conversation at work probably three or four times a week, believe it or not, youngster, with grown adults. Not talking about 21-year-olds. Grown adults. We are required in the plant to wear a mask for a reason. I dislike them like I dislike 20 below weather and a blizzard. I don't like them, but I wear them, and I've had this conversation with my drivers, with other people in the plant. Wear the mask because I don't want to catch it and give it to my wife. I say right. it all the time. That's what I tell them. And it, you know what? I think it actually clicked with a couple of them. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You dumb, you know what? 
not about me. It's about me taking it home. <sighs> okay, I'm done. Where else do we want to go? Do we have anything else? And some people don't don't think about it that way either. Um, they Until don't they think hear the it. Next, right. They don't think the next step ahead. And that's not anything against those people. I've had that in my life plenty of times where it's like, yeah, I feel this way about something. And then someone explains like, well, actually, like this is why this person said this, believes this, did that. And it's like, oh, well, <laughs> actually, that makes perfect sense. And boom, right there. In a split second, my mind completely changes on the subject. And I, I always use this. I don't know if I've used this on uh, the show before or not, Troy, but it's like you're a dude, you're a, a woman, and you're a significant other. You've been dating for eight months. Things are going well. Okay, cool. And then, you know, so you think like at 6 p.m. that day, like, Oh, gee, you know, we have a shot at potentially getting married someday. That, that, that's a possibility. may not be tomorrow, may not be next month, may not be next year, but it, it's a possibility. Things are going well. You find out an hour later that they've been cheating on you for the last month and a half. Maybe all of a sudden your mind changes because things change. Info changes. You learn more things. You see through a different light somehow. Like, things change. So all of a sudden you're opinion can change. And I've said this, especially on a sports show, like one minute I can think the Blazers are going to beat the Lakers. And then the next minute, if I think about it for a minute, like, wait a minute, actually that doesn't make much sense. Like if I really had to put money on it, I'd put the Lakers, put money on the Lakers to beat the Blazers. That's why we're wrong a lot of times. My my mind could change that easily in the matter of a minute. And when Troy and I do big 10 picks, Sometimes I'm like, eh, I'm truly 50-50. It's like, you know what, if I had to go, I'd, I'd pick this team. And then Troy explains his pick and why he's picking a team for two minutes. And I'm like, damn, you know what, I, I kind of agree with that. <laughs> I'll actually go that or, way. Or I explain it, and then you're like, yeah, that's every reason to go against <laughs> it. Mean, that's possible. But it's still, it's still information. Your point is it's information. You're information gathering. Yeah. And our brains process information. Man, we have given out so many life lessons on go big or go home this week. We should have like a, what, what do they call those? Like self-help we should, podcasts? or We should do talking it, life. Talking life with the youngster and old man. No, we're not doing talking life. Nobody would want my opinions on life. But man, we have how many life lessons have we given out today? Uh, I guess the big one is, here's the big one, youngster. Hey, everybody listening. Just use common sense, please. Just please use common sense. Yeah. Oh. So we can have a little bit of fun, though, because I had fun with you before the show. I was kind of ribbing you about there is Big Ten news today. I don't know if it was today, but it, it, I saw it today. There is some yeah. Big Ten news about Big Ten football, right? It is great news. It is important news, youngster. Woo. <laughs> What, what was it? Was it USC? Was it USC, Troy? Yeah, USC. USC offered a class of 2021 quarterback commit at Wisconsin, a scholarship. Yeah, and he's verbal a three-star. He's a verbal, he was a verbal two, two, 2021 commit. He's like rated right. as a three-star, and that was yeah. like headline news on some station that does like college sports. Yeah. It, that came up as I was researching the Trump stuff. 
I'm like, really? You're really going to use this as your headline? That USC has, I think it was like trying to steal Wisconsin's top 2021 quarterback prospect. Like, really? Who gives a you-know-what? The guy's verbally committed. It happens all the time. It happens every week. Why yeah. is this news? Especially when you already have a five-star and a four-star committed for next year. I don't understand. Who cares? This guy's a third-stringer, three-star recruit, three years down there, or two years down the road. Who cares? Unless this guy is a phenomenal project. Oh, man. That, I, I started laughing when I saw that. I really did. I, lar- I started laughing, and I thought about you. <laughs> I did, because I'm um, like, the youngster would like, the youngster would be all over this. This would be huge news for our pre-production meeting. Woo! <laughs> No, no, but some people reach for headlines. That's reaching for a headline. That's reaching for news. You know, I, that that's that's my take on it. It would have I mean, been I've different seen... if the if the Badgers had like this five star offensive lineman that verbally committed, and then Alabama offered him, and he's going to change. That I mean, okay, then I can see. Okay, it's a five star guy. It's a three star quarterback. It's one three thing if they say they're going to change. Three star quarterbacks are in every state, youngster. There are even three-star quarterbacks in Wisconsin. When teams flip uh, another team's commit, I, I think that's interesting. Uh, first of all, it's a brand-new commit for a school. But that's, that's news. Um, so that's, when, you fl- when you truly complete the flip, then, that, then that's newsworthy, even if it's a three-star, because, again, you're gaining a prospect if you're that other school. Um, at the same time, you're losing a prospect if you're the school that's losing the kid. Um, and you, so, so here's what, though, youngster. You know what? If I'm that kid, it's probably the right move. Hey, USC offered me a scholarship. Yeah, look who I'm sitting behind. I'm sitting behind a guy with four years of eligibility, another guy with four years of eligibility. When am I going to play? Am I that good? Can I beat him out? If you have that much self confidence and you really want to go to a Wisconsin Badger team that doesn't pass the ball, yeah, fine. But, if you're a true quarterback and USC comes up to you and says, "Hey, we're going to give you a scout," I take it. Especially in this situation, you're a third stringer. You're coming in as a third stringer. Good move on his part. I'm not upset as a Badger fan that we lost a three-star quarterback. Well, we didn't officially lose him yet. He's just been awesome. Right. (laughs) You know, and things change tomorrow. But if we lose a kid, who cares? Right. I really don't care. I just thought I'd throw it out. I hear you. Uh, That's all right, well, I, I don't think we got much other Big Ten news. I guess we can say I hope there's college basketball, though. I, I really do, youngster. Because college, seen... college basketball will mark our – it, will it be our sixth year on Go Big? I think that'll be our fifth. No? That'll be our fifth might... college basketball season? Or is it sixth? It might be sixth. I feel like it'll be fifth because I thought last college basketball season we were saying like, oh, we saw Cassius Winston was a freshman when we started this. Oh, my God, look, and, look at him now. He's a senior. Uh, no, so I have I to go back in the archives and see. Like I either think we're case, about to hit five years. Either case, half a decade. Half a decade yeah. of doing go big or go home. Yeah. yeah and I've so heard. College uh, basketball kind of has that sentimental part, 
sentimental part of our heart. Because that's yeah. how Go Big started. Go Big started on basketball. Yeah. I still remember where I was, and I still remember talking to you on the phone about us starting up a Big Ten podcast, and I was excited about it. I lived in Orlando at the time. I was walking around outside, and I don't know why I was doing that, but I was. And you called me, and we were talking about it. And then within, I, I don't know how long, we started the podcast. It wasn't very long. And Two weeks, here we are I today, think. basically five years later. Yeah. So getting ready to talk about 2021 basketball. Pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, it is, <laughs> yeah. It is pretty cool. By, by the way, I've I've seen articles out there, and I haven't gone completely into it. But college basketball bubble talk, like literally, not bubble teams <laughs> for the NCAA tournament, but staying in <laughs> bubbles. But staying in bubbles. Uh, I, no again, pun I intended. Know, right. I don't know how legitimate though that talk is. I have no idea what leagues, if any leagues, all the. Le- I have no idea. But I, no, I've already we'll talk started. About, yeah, we'll talk about those ideas maybe next week, just what you and I think, how it would work. Because, to be honest, right now with football, unless something major comes out, I don't want to talk about football anymore. I really don't. I mean, we yeah, can talk you. about other things going on in the country, the SEC and the other conferences, but this is a Big Ten show. Right. Football's going on without the Big Ten. We have to realize that as, as hosts of a Big Ten show. We're not going to all of a sudden break down SEC games and Alabama games and ACC right. games. We're a Big Ten no. show. We have been a Big Ten show for five years. So we could talk about the possibility and see where we go from there. But what else you got here, today, youngster? I think I, – oh, go ahead. You got something Here's else? something. I, well, this is uh, – see, I don't know how this really – I don't know how this works. If if college basketball were to have a bunch of bubbles, um, and here's something I, I decided to Google, literally college basketball bubbles, and I, I'm just looking at headlines, looking at a couple things. You probably got a and, few photos of, like, uh, bubbles going in the air through the magic wand. <laughs> and the. If I clicked on <laughs> images, I'm sure I would. Um, but So the NCAA president said he endorses the idea of potentially using bubbles for NCAA championships. Now, that would make sense to me. Um, I, yeah, for the tournament. The NBA, you're, right. You're basically ensuring that things work because look at the NBA playoffs. Look at the NHL playoffs. They've been in a bubble and it's worked. Perfectly. They all worked. Literally perfectly. There's not been one hiccup whatsoever. So I, I fully endorse that idea. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even think twice The about thing that. is you just got to get through the season. That, you got to get the through the you season. Gotta... You got to have enough tests for all these athletes to test multiple times going into it. Continue to test them throughout the tournament. Make sure you know no one's. I think this is a great topic for next week. What we think about college basketball and how it can work. Yeah, good. I think it's a good topic good. for next week. Yeah, why Sounds don't like you uh, let the listeners know about our giveaway because this will be probably the last show that we talk. Oh yeah, because it's real close. I believe it's September fifteenth is the last day. Let people know right. about the give it, give, giveaway that we've partnered up with. The grueling, or the grueling truth. Um, no, not the grueling truth. Baseball rules That's where you in find black our show. and that, that is where you find our show. And the gruelingtruth.com is where you can find our Big Ten show. Um, but also, baseballrulesinblackandwhite.com 
is where you can go to find the information for the giveaway that we talked about involving four awesome baseball prizes at the start of the show. If you're still listening to the show and you listened at the start of it and you've been listening throughout, kudos to you. Hats off, I should say. That's something that's been going on in the show for years. Uh, Hats off to you uh, for listening. (laughs) But, again, baseballrulesandblackandwhite.com, it gives you the information and all the crazy details you have to go through to enter this giveaway, which is literally three details um, that takes up about three minutes of your time tops to download the ad and give a review review, and then give uh, the site your information in in case you win. So it's, it's that simple. Baseball rules in black and white, the app, and again, baseball rules in black and white.com. Yeah. And you win great prizes, cleats, gloves, hit away, chest protector, awesome baseball gear. If you don't know anybody that plays, you can then sell it and make some money. And I'll tell you what, Kevin, we got to get got to give props to Interpeak Coffee. I always give a little kudos to him. Real impressed with the owner Shane. When we had him on the show, the one thing I never realized, I thought it was just like regular store store bought coffee, right? We buy our coffee, we go there, grab it off the shelf at Walmart. We're not sure how long it's on the shelf, and he said that when you order at Interpeak Coffee, they actually bag your coffee, then it's fresh coffee. So you're not getting inventory coffee from like 20 days ago. The beans are bagged. I mean, it's there. Your coffee is in the bag, shipped fresh, bam, off to your house, and it's free delivery. So go look, interpeakcoffee.com, 10% off if you use the promo code SPORTS, S-P-O-R-T-S. That's all I got, youngster. What else you got? Did I lose the youngster? Oh, I'm still on mute. <laughs> I was going on for a couple sentences. Um, oh, so, whoa. no, I do, not have, I do not have anything else going on, but I am excited to repeat myself. I'm excited to talk college basketball next week. There you go. Yeah, I'm excited, too. That's going to be a good show. Hopefully, hopefully it'll come to fruition. Uh, and it doesn't matter to me if it happens in January. They can push back all those cupcake games and get rid of them. I'm okay with that. We'll talk about that next week. But for the youngster, I am the old man. Hope you enjoyed the show today. We'll get back at you next week. Same place, same time. Be great. Keep smiling. We'll talk to you soon. control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.